isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yes, yes, yes. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle hang on to call you on the telephone, baby. I give you a ring, but each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no hooky, no busy, till I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. You're listening to Tony Bruno, unfiltered, uncensored. Unintelligible. <laughs> I know him. I know him. Here is Tony Bruno. Ah, uh, hello, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, we are live on a chilly November fourteenth, but it's. Fall, and you know how fall works, Robin. Sometimes you fall, sometimes you get up. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly, and that's how the world works. Not everything is a bed of roses. Some days you got to get up and warm up the car, and other days you just stay in bed. That's true. That's very, very true. And what, what, what's today for you, Tony Bruno? Today is a Thirsty Thursday. Other than Thirsty Thursday. It's another double-header day. Yes. yes this indeed. means that even if you wanted to stay in bed, you got to get your ass up. I, get my, my, I wake up without an alarm every single day at the exact same time, Robin. It's almost like my body knows. And my body is, after all, a wonderland. But uh, double-header Thursday, doing our regular Twitch.tv show here every Thursday. Of course, this is only through the football season. And then we'll just do one show again, and we'll do the three hours. If you're good boys and girls. But anyway, so today, 1 to 3, we're live on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. Thanks to all our new followers, uh, people who are finding out about us by accident. You know, I'm, I, I should get some campaign. I pe- pe- people pretend that they're political people and go to door to door. We're like wearing Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders shirts and then have them believe that they're actually doing it. But they're handing out Twitch.tv, no matter who the candidate is. What is that noise in the background? Is it this? No, it sounds like there's like tick, tick, gibberish. Tick, 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 no, tick, tick. not the tick, tick, tick. It sounds like al- aliens. I don't hear it now. I don't hear it. I don't know if that was a walk-up song, but it sounded like very, very weird. But anyway, it's okay. It sounds clean now. But the bottom line is this, ladies and gentlemen. There is no bottom line. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. For example, you know. <laughs> anyway. We welcome you. Tell your friends. You know, and I don't want, it's not my style to rip Twitch because we're on Twitch. But Twitch, how about helping a brother out here? I know Twitch is primarily a gaming site, but maybe they should put, like, other shows that aren't just all gamers on their main page so that people can accidentally find us. That's all we're asking for. I love Twitch. They've been great to us. But as far as helping promote our show, it's like starting from the ground up and then having to go door to door. To get people, because you have to tell people, you, know, you tell you, your friends, and we can do that, and all of our friends listen, and we love all of our followers. But the bottom line is, we got to have some help. Yes. Right? Well, we ha- the, the help that is needed is not just for you. It's anybody that's not doing a gaming show. They need to have, like... Exactly. I'm not they, saying I want to be on yeah. there and screw everybody else. They need to else. have, like, a little, a little button on the, uh, like, a side panel when you first go on to Twitch... 
that has categories, and one of them should be radio, live radio. Or sports. Or whatever. Again, that's all I'm asking. I'm not asking you put my picture on the front page. I mean, that would then, be nice too, but yeah, but no, I'm not even asking for that. <laughs> no, but it would it would be great, like a like a radio side button that. So when you first go on there, if you're not a gamer, or even if you are a gamer and you just want to see what else is out there, that you could find it this easier. Is such a crock of. And you know shit. what else? They no, need? it's not. It's 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 it's. It, listen, it's you scratch my back. It's quid pro quo. <laughs> since everybody loves that, although they're not saying that anymore. It's I scratch your back. You scratch my ass. That's all I'm asking. You know what else they need? Right. Because their algorithm, their search <laughs> algorithm is kind of like Spotify's. Unless you have the exact name when you go up in the search button to find something, right. it won't it'll return not fine. So if they if somebody says, Oh, I heard that Tony's on Tony Bruno's on Twitch and they type in Tony Bruno, nothing will come back. Really? Yeah. You actually Are have you to, serious yeah, right now? Do I have to give Twitch one of these? Again. Yeah. <laughs> So that you have to know to put in Bruno Nation Live, otherwise it doesn't come back. Yeah, and that's all right. It's hard enough to get to explain to people. You know, a lot of people know. Young people all know Twitch. But they know it as a gamer site, which is fine. That's how it became as big and huge and and worldwide as it is. The biggest live streaming platform in the entire universe. Exactly. So if you have 30 million people (laughs) on your platform... And you want to help build some other shows? Just put a little note. Just have us have different cat. Don't have everybody just playing video games. If you want to have other programming become available that people can be aware of, then have like categories on your front page. I'm no genius. I don't start websites. You know, again, they know what they're doing. It's a great operation. But if you want us to build this show and keep it going, we can't go door to door. We just can't get people. I mean, everywhere we go, hey, we're on Twitch now. And they say, what? Or they'll say, hey, yeah, Twitch. I didn't know they had sports shows on there. Telling me no. You know what I'm saying? See? See? His mind is telling him no. My mind but always tells st- me no, but my body says yes. 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 Wow, 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 wow. That's not it. Exactly. You, 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 um, Why are you still here? Yeah, we're still here. You heard that I uh, the, the the new open. Do you like the new open? I like the new open. Today was nice and clean. I didn't have to. I wasn't. Was that Keith Olbermann doing the open? It was beautiful, good, man. Good uh, ear. Beautiful. But you would kind of think that you would have a good ear, considering you know what you do for a living. Exactly. Meanwhile, enough about uh, again. I'm not bitching about twitching. I'm just. I just want some help. That's all. I mean, it's like hiring somebody. You hire a PR agency and they don't go out and do the work for you. Or you work for a company and they don't acknowledge you exist. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Because I think if we got a little help from Twitch. But I somebody did have a, a suggestion. So we came up with the name of the show, Bruno Nation Live. Correct. But somebody said, why don't you just change your Twitch handle to Tony Bruno? So that people, it, when they do a search for Tony Bruno, that's what comes up. Well, I didn't make up the Bruno I Nation know, I, Live moniker. I'll, I'll ask. So I'll am ask, I going to blame you now too, Robin? I'll ask my Twitch insider and see what they say. Which is Collins21, exactly. who just is, uh, is hosting the stream for, for I, I think I'm not. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I'm not ripping my boss. I'm not. I just, all I'm saying is. You know, we try hard every day. We do. I think we work. I work as hard doing this show 
as any other show I've ever done at any level. Correct. Whether it was ESPN, Fox, Sporting News, local radio. <coughs> I approach every job that I have <laughs> with the same... And, Zest. and it is because of you that other people are starting shows on Twitch. Um, Dan Cilio is because of you. He's it's on not there because now. of me. I mean, Twitch is a great platform. Well, Digital is. media is the way to go. But they're, they're, they're realizing that how great it looks and how fantastic your interaction with fans can be because you have kind of paved the way on, on Twitch for this sports radio format. Exactly. So anyway, a, again, I'm not one. bitching about Twitch. This ain't a Twitch bitch or a Twitch rant. This is just, you know, I know what we're doing every single day, Robin, in um, trying to put together the best shows possible with limited staff. You know, we've had our problems. Limited staff? Yeah. yeah. Basically, you're looking at us. <laughs> Hang on, I'm not saying we need a big staff of writers and producers and directors and film crews and People sitting around going on breaks when the show starts. I want that. I want it so. You're now. You'll get nothing and like it. I, I I want to do a couple of different homework things because I'm seeing some comments. Hashtag Twitch bitch. I'm a Twitch bitch, but that's well, okay. Well, I mean, that's say. Uh, you know what they say. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, Drewies1971 says, "Why didn't I get a notification to watch?" Um, if Drewies1971, make sure that the little alarm bell is clicked when you there's an alarm bell there's like a little bell emblem which if it's you click it you can either undo notifications or redo notifications so make sure that whichever format is in that is actually sending you notifications whenever we go live this is just Um, like new we're clearing the uh, cash so to speak at the beginning of the show because every day we have new people that listen they tune in and we're grateful for that but the only way you can build an audience is with promotion and we promote it where everywhere we go. We tell our people. Robin puts little signs up in all of our remote locations, like at Screwballs, and everywhere we go. And people say, where do I hear? Where can I hear you now, Tony? And, you know, it's hard to do that because I can't really go door to door. You smell something, Rabbit? Yeah, I smell. Fear. Yeah. <laughs> do you smell something, Rabbit? Is that what he said? I don't know. I don't know where that's from. Oh, well, it's obviously a walk-up sound. I have no idea what it's from. It sounded like... Um... Oh, who's the actor? Uh, the crazy one. Um, Which crazy one? It <laughs> was in the uh, the Christmas movies. No, that's not. But that's not Randy. Good with Den- uh, Randy Quaid. Quaid, not Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid's banging twenty five year olds. Randy Quaid is insane, and he sits uh, on Twitter looks... and makes these insane videos. But it sounded like his voice from whatever movie. Maybe I don't it know. It could be. That's from Super Troopers. I'm told oh, now. Okay. The first one or the second one? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway, we're underway. We got Thursday night football, Robin. And we are be heading out after the show, jumping in the family truckster. Is it possible for you to shut the fuck up for 10 seconds? No, no because if I do, stop asking. there'll be dead air, <laughs> and then people will be complaining about pregnant pauses. Um, did you see somebody sent you on Twitter a link to uh, the fact that Angelo's Pizza is one of the only pizzas that... Um, no, David Portnoy did not go to that end. I'd like pizza. to help you, Peter, but... Uh, it wasn't? Go no, I did. I, I was, while ass, you were down here minutes. watching some bad TV shows last night and talking to your daughter, I was upstairs trying to watch the 76ers not lay more bricks than the entire Empire State Building has as they once again shit the bed. And Tobias Harris, ladies and gentlemen, 0 for 3 last night from three-point land. But that, that continued his streak. 
of missed three-point shots to 0 for his last 23. 0 for 23. Even most of our single listeners don't go that bad without scoring every once in a while. The 76ers should be getting a visit today from the Bricklayers Union in Philadelphia. They should be paying dues for the number of bricks that Tobias Harris and this entire team throws up there every single night. Al Horford, two for eight from three-point land. And 10 of the 11 players that actually got onto the floor for the 76ers last night were all minus players. And they get absolutely boat raced in the fourth quarter by a rather pedestrian Orlando Magic team that's been playing better lately. But the Magic only, I said yesterday, Nick Vucevic, another cast-off from the Sixers. He's their best player. And he dominated the Sixers last night. And the Sixers in the fourth quarter, Robin, that's why I was on tour. I'm watching this game, and I'm like, you're, lo- you're being outscored 32-15 to 15 in the fourth quarter, and you consider yourself a playoff. Now, I know Joel Embiid had another maintenance night, and Al Horford had a, a load management night the night before. But the problem now, and Brett Brown will get another free pass from all of the fanboys in this city who always come up with convenient excuses on how first Brett Brown didn't have the talent, so give him credit for coaching team guys that he knows aren't very good. Then he starts getting some talent, and then there's another excuse. Then he gets rid of, you know, he doesn't get rid of him. Elton Brand, the general manager, brings in a whole bunch of guys, lets other guys go, which is a tough decision you have to make every year. So he brings in a couple of other guys who are supposed to be better on the bench. And now all of a sudden, and I know Tobias Harris is not going to shoot 0 for 30 uh, from the three-point land, and he's going through a slump right now. But the problem with the Sixers is they go out and they bring in guys that they think are going to make this team better, and then all of a sudden they're not better. And so how long does it take? And now you've got to figure in load management nights. Between getting suspended and then taking off games for load management, Joel Embiid has missed, what, four or five games already. You know, ben Simmons obviously was hurt for a couple of games. He came back and played pretty well last night. But nobody else on this team is doing anything. I mean, Embiid had a big dunk, and then he took a night off. So that, to me, is the biggest problem, not just for the Sixers, but the entire NBA. And I've been saying this for a long, long time. And this year now, the load management, we're supposed to accept load management as the new way to do business in basketball. Just like we were supposed to accept lock, stock, and barrel, that tanking was the only way to get better. Remember that? I was lectured about, Mm -hmm. well, Tony, what's your plan? If they can't tank and get all these lottery picks, how are they going to become NBA champions? Well, the Boston Celtics are now the best team in basketball. And what did they do? They got rid of a bunch of guys. Al Horford, he didn't, they didn't bring him back. He's here with the 76ers. They went out and got uh, a couple of other players from other teams. It just seems that, and again, it's early in the season. I'm not saying the Sixers are going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be a contender. They should be. But when you just automatically say, hey, you know, give Brett Brown a chance. And let me say this as someone who's been around here forever. There is no other coach, no other sports personality who has gotten more free passes in this city from a very fickle fan base that doesn't give hockey coaches a week before they call for their hiring. Oh, oh, the Flyers get a free pass. No, they don't. They keep firing GMs and coaches every other year. And even the Flyer fans, 
who are, you know, loyal to the team, even though they haven't won since the 70s. They're not tolerant of players or coaches who don't do a good job. But tell me if I'm wrong here. Brett, and again, I'm not calling for his firing. I don't do that stuff, okay? But the fact that there are still people who every single night go on their podcast and on their websites and on their TV shows to say, it's not really Brett Brown's fault this is happening. Now give him a chance. He's got new players now to try to figure out. He's got a bigger job now. He has to figure out which nights he's not going to have Joel Embiid for his load management, which night he's not going to have Ben Simmons for his load management, and then he also has to figure out with tea leaves or going to a, uh, a psychic hotline to figure out which night Tobias Harris is going to actually start making three-point shots so they can beat inferior teams on the road because they can't beat anybody on the road. I'm and sorry. that's the problem. I'm sorry for laughing, Tony. The, the comments on the board, <laughs> the Twitch chat board, regarding load management, I mean, they kind of write themselves. Not waste management, which is a very, very well-to-do uh, uh, it's, you know, refuse uh, re- removing the site, yes. which is actually accountable when they hit somebody's car or kill somebody in their trucks, as opposed to the yep. Philadelphia trash. Uh, great, they st- great article today. They have a today. good safety record, yeah. whereas the Philadelphia. If one, of, yeah, if one of their trash trucks hits somebody and gets into an accident, the company is liable for it. But uh, there's a great story in the Philadelphia Inquirer today. Before we get back to this, I saw it this morning. I read it. It's really well. I mean, it's extensive. Did you know? In fact, I was just going to go outside and videotape the street after the trash. I'm not going to knock the trash guys. They're working they hard. They work very hard. They're out there in crappy weather. And it's I in the rain. So probably, I'm not knocking the employees. No. They're just doing a job. 99% of the guys that are on there are incredibly hard workers. They're out there in every kind of weather. And it's a crappy to, yeah, job. It is. But, but you know what? They, they're not doing it for $3 an hour, too, by the way. It's not like they're working for free. They're, they're getting paid a nice salary with, to do a job that is really not a great job. To, you know, somebody's got to do it. Right. But it's not like they're getting screwed over. And here's the best part. Read this story in the Philly Inquirer today. As you know, I keep haranguing the local uh, government in this city. Everybody's mad at government. In Washington, all government is corrupt and bad. Let's be honest. I don't, we, we need the government because we need our trash picked up. We need our streets cleaned. We need our water clean and all the other things. And the roads paved. That's all I care about, the government. But when you're trash people who are supposed to get disciplined, if they have two accidents within a year, according to the story, by their own rules, the driver who's involved in multiple accidents mm-hmm. is supposed to be disciplined, suspended, or fired. There's one driver of a trash truck who's had 19 accidents. What? 19, 19. different accidents and has not been disciplined. And guess what? Tell me if he hasn't tra- killed anybody. I, I, don't, I, I, I have to reread the story. But people have died, unfortunately. People have been hit. And, oh, by the way, the morons who try to go around trash trucks because they're impatient. And nobody wants to sit behind a trash truck, no matter where you live. And these are narrow streets. Narrow streets. So you're in a hurry. you got to go to a doctor's appointment and it's trash day. And every day is trash day in different neighborhoods because the trash doesn't get picked up. Like Wednesdays are normally our trash day here in, in South Philly on our neighborhood. But because there was a holiday on Monday, we knew it would be Thursday. So you know those things. So you know Thursday's trash day this week, but it's normally Wednesday. So the point is, the streets are narrow. They have smaller trucks that come up the smaller right. streets. Yep. And so that's why the trucks aren't as big. They have big trucks in, on big streets. So they've, they've adjusted to... But the streets have always been small ever since I grew up here. Now, we have some fantastic listeners that are uh, uh, trash management or I don't know what they're called. Engineers. They're sanitation sanitation engineers. engineers. And um, 
uh, we've talked to them and they said that they are on they can get penalized if they um, don't do things on time. They they have all sorts of rules against them. So we're again, this and is not the way, knocking so, the hardworking people no, that actually problem do the is, job. It's the management. Now there have been a lot of people who have caused accidents with trash trucks. You know, it's like right. there's a tight spot between it on two way yeah. street, and they try to get around the trash truck because they're impatient assholes on their phones who really don't have anywhere to go. But they like drive up on a curb to get around it. When I see a trash truck a couple blocks away, I go around. I'll make a left hand turn, go up and go past the trash truck. And get in front yeah. of him. That's what you do. You 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 improvise. You think ahead. You know that trash truck's going to be ba- holding you up for block after you block. You know the Philly grid. You know exactly. how it works. So now, but this it. is an incredible story today, which I wasn't aware of. That if some trash truck driver hits somebody, whether it's their fault or not, guess who gets to pay for the damages done? If a trash truck driver kills somebody, who's a Philadelphia sanitation worker, and he's the driver, and he kills somebody, not intentionally, but something happens where somebody dies, the city of Philadelphia makes you, the taxpayer, pay for it. Wow. The taxpayers pay while the sanitation driver who's driving the truck faces zero consequences for their actions, whether it's their fault or no. And Philadelphia trash trucks have been involved in more accidents when you compare it to the number of trash trucks in New York City, our ratio of trash truck accidents blows New York City away. And you're thinking, you know how many trash trucks there are in New York City compared to Philly? Now, okay, I'm, let me play devil's advocate for a second. I'm, I'm just could giving it, you facts, I, Robin. I, I know, but could, it, could the accidents, more accidents in Philadelphia be because the Philadelphia streets are narrower than in New York? Robin, you know how many, you drive in New York. Even on the main streets, even on big streets, there's people driving like yeah, maniacs, right, right, cabs, right. Uber cars. New York is, there are people who can't who go to New York and they white-knuckle it because the driving in New York City is so insane. You have to drive offensively, not defensively, because if you don't, if you're not paying attention to New York and you're trying to drive around, people can spot you a mile away. So the fact that there aren't more accidents in New York with cabs running all over the place, my point is, is that the taxpayers, again, have to pay the burden because the city government doesn't hold accountable people who do things that they're supposed to be held accountable for. I'm not saying a trash truck driver should take it out of his, have it taken out of his pay if he gets into an accident, but if you have a history of being in accidents, you know what I mean? If you have 19 accidents, that's, that's not all, that, that to me says it's not the other person's fault all the time. Yeah, that's okay? Some, yeah. That means that you're really... You know your your track record tells you if you have D if you have five DUIs, you're going to be in trouble. But then you're going to get your license back and you're going to go out and drive again, and nobody knows that you're driving if you have multiple DUIs. It happens all the time. So my point is accountability, and the city of Philadelphia once again builds in taxpayers' funding of things that they have nothing to do with, and that's my problem, Robin. Absolutely bothers me you have to read this story and i don't look for it. somebody sent it to me because i don't i don't pick up the papers in the morning and read it's just something somebody sent me and i read the story on philly.com and it is absolutely mind-boggling and this is a taxpayer and, and you know and again the trash just came by and it's not their fault that people don't put things in bags or their recycling containers overflowing but when they dump the thing in the trash truck and all these other things because it's overflowed fall all over the streets uh-huh you know who picks it up 
Uh, we do. Yeah, I do. Yes. And my neighbor go across the street does. I was going to take a video of what happened after the trash trucks drove by, and there was more litter on the streets than there were before the trash was picked up. Again, it's not the trash. It's not those poor guys out there working their asses off. It's the people who don't know how to package their stuff. Yes. They don't. They put too much stuff in their trash bags. The trash cans are overflowing. Yeah. People are slobs. So all you people want to complain about the planet and, and we FYI, have to do people- more to clean the planet. People are pigs and they don't give a shit about the planet. The neighbors- so stop yelling at me about climate change. I do more than 99% of the population of the world. Go clean your own damn trash. Pick up your own shit in your streets. And then start bitching to me about climate change. The neighbors that are slobs that don't put all of their trash in bags and tie them up are not the neighbors that end up cleaning up the mess either. Because it's not the it's not the trash workers' fault that come by and they throw it in and then it like flies all over the place. They don't have time to go no, up. No, I'm not saying that's yeah. it's not their no. responsibility. To they pick don't it have up. time to pick up no. every little piece that flies. It, it's out. a two way street, but actually it's a one way street here and it's very tight. So that's why I have that small. <laughs> anyway, my point is, people scream about what are you doing to save the planet? Did you take a ride? Don't take a plane for Thanksgiving to go home and visit the family because that's destroying the planet. So it's all a bunch of bullshit, my point is. But back to the pizza, Angelo's Pizza. Okay. So tonight, <laughs> when we go out to, uh, to Screwballs in King of Prussia, right next door to Screwballs is Angelo's Pizza. Okay. Now, breaking news. Angelo is a pretty common Italian name for a lot of pizza places. It's like the Joe, Joe or no, what's, what's it? John. It's like the no, John. like in New York. It's Ray's. Go, you remember the movie, Chris? Remember the movie Elf? Yes. In the movie Elf, Ed Asner, who's Santa Claus in the movie, uh, he says, you know, and he's telling uh, Will Ferrell's character, the buddy, the Elf, uh-huh. hey, you know, you got to go here. When you go to New York, and he comes out of the subway and picks off the gum and he eats it, one of the greatest movies of all time. So he says, and now you got to go to Ray's, the original Ray's, because there's like 50 Ray's pizzerias in New York City. But you go to the original Ray's. So in Philly, there's a bunch of pizzerias named Angelo's. <clears throat> and since Angelo is the guy next door who's one of the owners of Screwballs and a, a real good Italian guy, he's from Italy. I Except mean, his name is not really Angelo. No, his name is Tony. <laughs> so Tony is the guy who owns Angelo's, formerly yes. Nunzio's, formerly Guido's, formerly Ray's. <laughs> and so when, when people saw David Portnoy... Um, yeah, this um, is uh, the Goomba talk segment. Yes, it is. We got Goomba action here. But anyway, so when people saw David Portnoy, uh, the stool presidente from Barstool, was in Philly. And by the way, when he comes to Philly, why wouldn't he call me to be a part of his pizza thing? There's nobody more Philly and understanding of Philly pizza than me. He brings in some slapdick athlete who's not even from here and doesn't know shit about Philadelphia to go on his stupid Barstool pizza review. Hey, Dave, throw a brother bone here, Bo. So anyway, people thought it was the Angelos that we talk about, but it's not. It's the one here. There's a bunch of Angelos, and this one here on, uh, like, Fitzwater, like Fifth and Fitzwater. Okay, I don't think we've tried that one. No, we haven't been to that one because there's so many great pizza places that aren't chains. The but local there's also pizza really places. Uh, to tell you the truth, you and I have not really truly found a fantastic pizza place here 
locally that delivers. Yes, there is. They're all good. You're just a no, snob, just I like am. it is with beer. Well, no. See, what happened is, like, I thought we'd found, like, one or two places that were good until we had Angelo's up in King of Prussia. But that doesn't mean it's th- then, that the other pizzas aren't good. It's like, you like... No. What do you think David Portnoy takes one bite out of a slice of pizza wherever he travels and then makes a determination on how good it is based on one bite? I'm just saying that after I had Angelo's up in King of Prussia, I really had a hard time liking anything else because it paled by comparison. It's kind of like Mama's So you're going to drive Mama up to King of Prussia. You're going to drive up there because you like their pizza better, and you're going to drive an hour to go up there and get it. No, now I want to try this Angelo's down here. There's a million great pizza places. That's the point, Robin. Well, we need to keep looking. I'm not going to keep looking. I know the good pizza places. You called Domino's a couple of weeks ago. I know. I got to give you one of those, Robin. D. Conrad Vegas. Miss Robin is a snob? Really? Yes. Yes, you are, Robin. I'm a pizza snob. I'm a beer snob. Uh, What else kind of snob am I? Nothing else. I'm really not a snob anywhere. It's just there's certain things that I am. Wine, kind of. It doesn't have to be expensive. It has nothing to do. See, snobbery kind of connotes that it's it has to do with money. Yeah, you're looking down. No, you are. You're very judgmental, Robin. You look down <laughs> on other things. You find yourself superior to so many other no, things, people, places. I don't find myself superior. I find good beer uh, superior. Tara, can you take more? What? Uh, uh, what? Give her a seventy. Oh, that's Howard Stern. Oh, that's Howard Stern. Yeah. Probably with a porn star in the studio, oh. in the studio and he's like giving her, uh, like it's a, she's ratcheting up the. Um, oh, she's like on one of those vibrator thingies. What is that called now? The. Uh, uh, I've seen them. The, I've seen them up live like in person. Like a saddle, right? Yeah. What are those called now? I don't remember what they're called. Sabian. Hey, that's Sabian, right. Not Nick you. Sabian. <laughs> <coughs> Sabian. Yeah, it's a Sabian. It's not a say oh, Sabian. It's Sabian. A, it's not spelled S A B I I A N. I'm. It's spelled C Y B I A N. Look it up. They're all over the place. Sibian. Sibian. No, Sibian. no, no, Lily. You are not allowed to come up. Get off the damn mic, Lily. I know we're talking about <clears throat> your mom's a snob and you're a snob. So you had the only two women in this house, Robin and Miss Lily, are both snobs. Even my cat, my only female cat, because we have three cats, two males and a female. And the female's the snob cat. And Miss Robin's a snob. I think she learned it from you, Robin. I think the cat, I think kittens can take on the genes and the mannerisms and the proclivities of the owner when it's a female. You know what I'm saying? Is that so? <laughs> Is that so? Semi monster. Monstar. Semi monstar is now following. Thank you so much. Carmen Electra rode the Sibian on the Howard Stern show. Clarky Bug, Miss Robin is an elite Euro. See we what cl- you've started now? You're the one who tells everybody you remind everybody that it's uh, Euro trash day. No, you say you call me Euro trash. <laughs> so anyway, let's get it back to the business now. Now that I've cleared the air and we've cleaned yes, the dock. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, let's get it back to the business here. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So I mentioned the Sixers again. They're seven and four now. Is that a disaster area? No. But I think now all of a sudden, as I mentioned, Brett Brown is in another conundrum, and he'll have people that will defend him no matter what. And I'm not looking to crash, trash Brett Brown every day. No. As I said before, no one's, had, no one's had the longer leash than this guy in the city. 
because of the circumstances around. He was the good, the good, the good soldier. Came in. Listen, you're not going to have many players here to play, but just coach. All right, doesn't matter. We're going to lose anyway. Brett, let me tell you something, man. You could be sitting in San Antonio, and then shining, shining pop shoes for the rest of your life, Greg Popovich. You can go to Australia down there, and go to the land down under and have Vegemite sandwiches every day, and find guys like. Ben Simmons, who can't shoot the basketball, but is still an amazing, incredible talent. You can come back here, and then you can coach the 76ers. And you could coach them for the rest of your life, because in the first five years, you're going to get that tank pass, which means it's like, it's like having the easy pass, except you never have to pay at the end of the month. You just get the free ride right the through the pass. toll booth. Yes. You know you have the easy pass. So then while these other dopes are standing there trying to find chains to go and pay a toll. It's kind of like in college. If your roommate dies, you get a free pass for the rest of the, the season. Whose roommate dies in college? No, that's, it's like a rule. They've made movies about it. Where, what? Yeah. Uh, if, if you're in college and your roommate dies, yeah. whether how whatever reason, you get a free pass for the rest of the you get a free pass for what? You you don't like if you fail all your classes? That's it, not that's bullshit, Robin. Um, Are you serious right? How, what does that have to do with a coach in an NBA team I'm just saying who's getting a free like, it's not, it's not like even close. Pass. That's like the analogy that was used at the impeachment thing like you know sometimes hearsay no. is better than actual physical evidence. It's exactly the same. If because it's it's kind of like the Sixers, they allowed themselves to die. You know, they 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 tanked, which is kind of like dying. And then they got oh, a free yeah, pass Oh, yeah, it's year. exactly the – that's a perfect analogy, Robin. Thank you. Are you serious right I'll now? i got to give you I one ne- of these. Oh, God. Here, Trevor from the 203. <laughs> I had to announce that on radio in college. See? See? I do know what I'm talking about. Now, there's a Bruno Barking uh, Twitter account. I wonder if that's – I don't know who this is. Bruno Barking? I mean, there's a lot of people named Bruno. Right. But it's Bruno Barking, and I don't even—I'm not even following him. Why is he? Oh, he's—I am following Bob him. Bob from Valley Forge. Students would be killing their roommates left and exactly. right. Exactly. Oh yeah, you know. Hey, when I go to college, hey son, here's the deal: your grades aren't that good. Okay, you just kill, got kill in. your roommate. You just got in. You know, find yourself a really smart roommate who gets A's and gets really and stays and and doesn't play Fortnite and just goes to class every day and studies their asses off. And is in the library every night trying to ace every test. And doesn't stay up stoned at 3 o'clock in the morning trying to cram for the test the next day. And then a couple of months in. Don't do it early. You don't want to show anybody what's going on. But maybe by the, you know, the first break, the holiday break, something happens and he falls out of that 17th floor window. Let me. Okay. I just looked it up. If your roommate dies in college. This is, this is, it is passed by catastrophe, is an academic. I've never heard of this, Robin. Yes. I seriously have never heard of this. Now, I know that, I, I read that, it, but I guess it's not on all. It is an urban legend that it's just across the board. Oh, so this is, but... this is hearsay, and it's an urban legend. So you learned from the impeachment hearings yesterday that anything that people make up, you're good with, and you're not going to do anything to investigate whether it's hearsay or fact. You should be on. Is, you should be no, in the U.S. Congress, Robin, running no, an impeachment it, inquiry. It is not a blanket rule 
as claimed by the legend, but there are several colleges who do have this rule in place. That's nonsense. So it is both true that and is not absolute. true. That is absolutely. If somebody pointed out on the Twitch stream, there would be mass murders. All Every college, every dorm room would have somebody knocking somebody off every 10 seconds. That is insanity. Come on. Come on, Robin. The most common version of this story is that if a student's roommate commits suicide, the surviving student will be and awarded sadly, that happens. for the semester. The virgin provides... The vir- virgin, not virgin. Virgin provides the premise for the films Dead Man on Campus and The Curve, as well as several episodes of several TV series. Isn't that Peroni's disease? Disease The Curve? Is that the same thing? <laughs> if you kill somebody with a curved penis... And they die in your room if you're male, and then you have consensual sex with ah. your college roommate, and she <laughs> dies. They can claim Peroni's disease because I had the curve, and it was really the reason uh, the uh, the autopsy wow. re- results show that the curve was the cause of Way death. Way to combine several different things into one legend. <laughs> Robin, let's try to keep it to the re- right. real world, okay? That was such an absurd analogy to try to compare that to what I was talking about, which now I don't remember anymore. You were talking about tanking and Brown. Oh, Brett Brown. Okay. Enough about Brett Brown. He has plenty of people in the media who will uh, basically have his back no matter what happens. Is it his fault last night that that his players can't shoot? Is it his fault that Tobias Harris can't can't even make one three-pointer in 24 attempts, in 23 attempts? It is fault that his players, Al Horford, goes out there and shoots 5 of 18 from the field, 2 of 8 from three points. Is it his fault that his team was 8 for 30 from three-point land? 8 for 30, 26%, after stinking it up the night before and managing to win against the Cleveland Cavaliers because Joel Embiid got the ball and dunked while everybody was standing around to eke out a victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Again, I don't panic about 10 games into the season. I don't panic about anything in sports. But you know, if, if Carson Wentz throws an incompletion against the Patriots on Sunday, Twitter will explode with people saying, Nick Foles is better, and see they're playing the Patriots. And if Nick Foles were here, this wouldn't happen against the New England Patriots. Because remember, Nick Foles was the only reason that the Eagles were able to win a Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. That's how thin-skinned, that's how lack of actual understanding of how sports work many in the fan base in this city. And it happens everywhere. But in Philly, you know, the Phillies make an error and Twitter explodes. Why did they go get that guy? He can't play defense. And as I said before, Phillies. Hold on. Hold on. We have to wait. I love Knight Rider. Knight Rider arrives. That's Rebel Man 9311. Thank you, sir. And here's the thing. If you've got dominant players, you got big guys, you got Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid should not be standing outside of the arc. He should be in the paint. Now, I know you're not allowed to be in there, but you know what? If you're relying on Joel Embiid to take three-point shots and everybody else, it's like the, it's like the, six, it's like the, 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 the painted area in the NBA. They should have a wet paint sign. The Sixers play basketball as if the, the paint had been just applied before the game and they had these perimeter things that say, do not enter wet paint. And the Sixers are allergic to paint. And this team doesn't like the paint. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to shoot threes. 
And guess what happens when everybody wants to shoot threes and they do? You shit the bed on many nights. And last night in the fourth quarter, another embarrassment for Brett Brown. And people, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of that. No, I'm not. You're the coach. You know what your team is capable. You know what each person does. And you have to tell those people, hey, man, stop shooting threes. Do I have to tell you again? Two nights in a row. You're like 16 for like 70 the last two nights. But let's just keep shooting threes because somebody's going to get hot eventually. It's a joke. Absolute joke. Last year, they had guys. J.J. Redick. And again, I'm not saying they should have paid J.J. Redick whatever it took to keep him or Jimmy Butler. A lot of guys go cold. But anyway, I'm just tired of talking about this. I, I just I, When I saw that last night, I got angry. I'm wa- trying to watch a game. And that's why I said People yesterday. People won't like it when you're angry. And I said, and I wasn't that angry. I, I said that the Orlando Magic were favored in this game. And people are like, how can they be favored against the 76ers? They're three and seven. The Sixers were seven and three. It doesn't make any sense, does it? You know why they were favored? Because the Orlando Magic owned the 76ers. The 76ers, every time they go down there and play, they leave with Amway products as a lovely parting gift because they play in Amway Arena. I wonder if the ownership group has nice little price, little participation packages for the 76ers when they leave. Have you ever ordered anything from No, Amway? I've never even seen an Amway category, a catalog. I, but it's like obviously a successful company, right? Is it still? I mean, it's still around, right? Yeah, the arena is named Amway Arena yeah. in Orlando, where they play, Robin. Well, I mean, I know that it's like a it's a Mormon uh, Church of Latter Day Saints owned company, and so is the product all made in uh, Salt Lake City. I have no idea. That's bad Amway knowledge, Robin. I've been you to know- some. I've been to somebody's house. Um, like Tupperware parties. That, that, that had a bunch of Amway stuff in their house, and I was like, oh, I, I've never actually seen the product before. And then they said that they wanted to come over and do a sales pitch. And I said, no, that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's based in Michigan, Robin. Oh. You know how much they made? Do you know what their, uh, their reported sales were in 2018, Robin? How much? $8.8 billion. billion. So it's basically another pyramid scheme, yeah. right? Oh, I'm sure. But some people say it's not a pyramid scheme. Well, it's multi-level marketing, so it's not, I mean... Pyramid- multi-level marketing is, in other words, it's a nice way to say yeah, pyramid scheme. Exactly. You're in the pyramid. If you're at the top of the pyramid... You're good to if go. If you're down in the bottom and you ain't oh, in the pyramid yet, much. you're getting schemed and scammed. It's like Herbalife. Oh, it's Mitt, like a lot of- Mitt Romney on this month's Amway magazine. Oh, beautiful. I'm sure that he's high up in the Amway chain. <laughs> it was founded in 1959 by Jay Van Andel and Richard DeVos. Is that from the DeVos family, the chick that was the uh, education secretary, Betsy uh, Mormon? DeVos? Are they Mormon? I don't know what the religion is, Robin. What am I going to do? Ask people. By the way, are you a Mormon? Can I see your underwear to see if they're well, magic I mean, underwear? Why? You, if you're drinking a Coke, I can assume you're not. A, now, the Mormons got, did not stop. They, they wouldn't drink Coca-Cola before, right? Yeah, until, it was they, bad. until they bought it. I until think. they bought the company. <laughs> and then they said, hey, this shit's pretty good. Don't bring me any of that new Coke. Give me the old Coke. Well, they drink the decaffeinated. I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, Amway. And I've, 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 to tell you the truth, I've only heard great things about the Amway products. I just never. Does anybody have an Amway product? Are they marked? Are they like uh, Costco stuff, which is Kirkland, or do they have their own name? Are they like real products, or are they all Amway labeled products? 
I think it's all Amway labeled. I think. I don't know. And, and, I Rich, have and no by the idea. way, Rich DeVos, <laughs> who was the co-founder, is part owner of the Orlando Magic. Therefore, ah. the arena is named after Amway. And so it all makes sense. And obviously, it makes ah. a lot of dollars. Yes. Is that like a Tupperware party? I like the other. I like the alternative Tupperware parties where women get together and it's a... The toy party. The toy party. Those they're, are my favorites. They're also known as the brown bag parties. And now Ed Nastachik checks in. Tony, I thought you weren't ever going to watch or mention the NBA this year. I'm sitting around. I was watching the Flyers and, the, you know, getting the shootout. There was nothing on. I was doing prep for my Thursday night pick. And then I said, let me see what the Sixers are. That's right. The Sixers are in Orlando. And I turned it on in the fourth quarter, and I saw that debacle. So I'm not watching every Sixer game. I'm not watching every Flyer game. There's too much stuff to inhale. But since those two teams played last night and they both lost, and again, I thought the Flyers played well against the best team in the NHL. The Sixers didn't play very well at all against one of the worst teams in the NBA. There's the difference. Flyers playing Capitals 9-1-1 now on the road. Best team in hockey. And they hung pretty tough with them. And Washington's bigger and better. So that's what you see. You want to see teams that are on the up, on the incline, trying to get better with young players. A lot of the young players were benched late in the game because they tried to win it in a shootout. And so they lose it in a shootout to, uh, to, to the Washington Capitals. To me, I'm not outraged at that. The fact that they were able to get to a shootout against the Washington Capitals means this team can play with anybody. That's what I look for when I'm looking at teams that are on the rise. The Sixers are supposed to be an NBA championship team for the last couple of years. And maybe they still will. But I'm not, I don't have to watch every game to notice the kind. The reason I even see this stuff, because I'm on Twitter after they lose, and I'm seeing apologists for the 76ers suggesting that it's not really Brett Brown's fault. You know, they gave him all these new players. And again, for the 18th year in a row, He's got to have a chance to coach these guys. So my point is, I'm not mad. I don't really get upset at watching sporting events, even the Eagles games now, even the Cowboys. I don't sit there and yell at the TV anymore like I used to. I don't, it's not, it doesn't get me as excited anymore. You don't yell at the TV as much. No, like when the Cowboys were playing the other on Sunday night, I'm not screaming up, yeah, Minnesota, kill them. I don't do that anymore. No, you don't. I just watch the games. That doesn't mean I hate sports or I don't like sports anymore. I just figured, why should I waste a lot of energy going crazy over sports teams where I have no control over how how many passes they'll drop or three-point shots or miss or how many breakaways they won't score on? I watch it as a fan. I don't, I'm not involved in fantasy. So I don't root for one player over another. So I, I, I remove. The one thing that you will still yell at is if you see a ref or a, or a bad, a bad play call, yeah. yeah. But no, bad play it, calls bother and you. And I'll tell you right away because not I don't get I don't yell and scream and throw stuff at my TV and have videotape it so I can go viral and everybody thinking that I would really bust oh, up a great idea a two thousand dollar television set so I can be on Twitter for a couple of days and have yahoos around the country watching me flip out watching a game. My point is I'll watch the sports when they're on at night, but I'm not going out of my way to go watch a game. And to me, it's not about whether the Sixers are winning or whether I watch their games or not, it's the excuses. It's the selective outrage of fans in this city. And the Sixer fans are the most blindly loyal sheep 
I have ever seen. You are not allowed to criticize, second-guess, or even acknowledge that there's something wrong with the Sixers because you've got people on TV doing TV shows. You've got 75 blogs where they do emergency podcasts to discuss a Sixer game after the game is over when there's 82 freaking games. By the way, That's why I don't watch post-game shows of every baseball game when there's 162 and of every basketball or hockey game when there's 82 games. Tony. What? What, Robin? I just want to point out that your oldest son is ripping you on Twitch. Who, AJ? Where is he? Yes, he's on there. He's like, what's wrong with you, Tony? Getting old. Where well, I don't see him on there. Where is he? A AJ Bruno, 2019, right there. I'm all the way down to Duncan Dad saying Sixer fans are more loyal to Brett Bound than Matty Ice is to Gabe. Oh, and I have an Amway update. We have an Amway update? I do. I was wrong. It is We assumed that it was a Mormon. No, you said Mormon. I never mentioned religion. You always have to bring religion and race into it, Robin. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was wrong in that the founders were actually from the Christian Reformed Church. Nothing to do with Mormonism. See, then why did you automatically throw the Mormon card, Robin? Because I think everybody that I know that has ever used Amway or spoke to Amway about uh, spoke to me about Amway was Mormon. How I many just, or Mormons do you know? The only Mormon I, I know, Vaisikahema, who once knocked out, of course, Jose Canseco <laughs> in a celebrity fight. Again, I don't, I don't care what people's religions are, or their races are. I don't You're either. the one who had to play the Mormon card, Robin. No, it wasn't the playing the Mormon card. I just assumed because of everybody that I knew that used it. <laughs> Does everybody? Was, so, do you know the owner of Tupperware? What his religious or his, his he or Brett, she? What? Brett Michael, this is perfect. Brett Michael's metal god. The only Mormons that I know are my six wives. Exactly right, baby. <laughs> Damn right. Jeff Bruder, I will. And you he ever said, notice? Do better, Robin. I I promise. Do you ever notice when you see all these like uh, wives that these shows, these TV shows where they have like eight wives, and none of them are attractive? So I guess it's easy. No, 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 it's it's easy. easy to say, you know what? Hey. You're all, none of you are really hot, and I'm lucky enough to have one chick, let alone eight chicks, who actually wants to spend time with me and don't care that the other seven chicks are with me. But there's got to be one favorite. Think of this now. you got eight wives uh-huh. or eight husbands, if you're like uh, Ilan Omar. Okay. You know, she's got eight husbands. She's got yeah. brothers. She'd marry anybody. White guys, Islamic guys, uh, her brother. You know, when you got multiple choices, Right. And you can get away with it, even though it's not supposed to be legal in this country. Uh, you, you're supposed to sit down and you think you have a favorite? For example, a guy who's got eight wives or six wives, do you think that they like like one more than the other? Yes. You think they love all eight equally or six no. equally, Robin? I don't think so. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> Luigi tweets, don't. imagine having luck that bad that you can't even get one out of eight to be attractive. <laughs> Also, hey, ugly know, chicks need love too. Now I have so to say, do ugly dudes. The guys, by the way, are no uh, no. You know the, the no guys aren't either. exactly like supermodels. I have to say though, the idea of having more than one wife is kind of appealing as a woman because you know sometimes you just you just don't want to have to deal because sometimes your husband can be like a pain in the ass, and every now and then you just want to pawn him off on somebody else. Well. Boy, Rob, you, you think I'm getting ripped. Oh, no, I know. I'm getting ripped. Glad, our right. buddy Bill Gladney in North Carolina says Robin <laughs> equals the Al Sharpton of Twitch. Wow. 
This is why none of my journalistic integrity is rubbing off on you, Robin. You're just like these people in Congress who think that the hearsay is just as important as hard evidence. And then you're giving us stupid um, urban legends about if you... Clarky if Bob, cl- now you're just lying. If, if your classmate dies in college, you get a free ride. I read I heard. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I just heard from somebody yesterday when I was walking down past Junk Avenue trying to find my car, and I found a parking ticket on it, which I did not deserve because I was legally parked with my 24 sticker, but some stinking PPA Nazi gives me a ticket anyway and says I pa- parked oh. longer than two hours. I have an update on that, by the way. You have an update on the because parking ticket, they, Robert? They have, they have a website that you can go to to contest it. Yes. And this should be very simple because we have the 24 sticker. It's yes. all up to date. Exactly. This was an error. Guess what website is not working? It this, is temporarily down. The for entire major- city of Philadelphia is permanently down. You can't pay your bills. You try to pay your water bill, you got to go to an outside source. They outsource their bill paying. It is an absolute disgrace what's happening. The people who just absolutely suck up to the government that's going to be able to run everything. They they give you parking tickets. And again, this is another ticket I do not deserve. Right. And it said that uh, the website to dispute your tickets online is temporarily down until November 9th. What day is it today? It's, I believe it's November 14th. So Philadelphia Mayor... <laughs> Jim Kenny, add another, uh-huh. put another little star. You remember when you used to have, you get your report card and you had the little gold stars? Yes. Oh, I had tons of And the teacher would stars. put all the little gold Mine stars. Mine was covered uh, in gold stars uh, because I was a really good little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making up for all the time that I was good when I was younger. <laughs> and so people will rip me about complaining about this ticket, Robin. And I had three tickets that I didn't pay because I didn't deserve those. And uh-huh. then they eventually charged me $600 right. or else threatened to, to take my – I'm telling you, only the PPA made the impeachment hearings look like a legitimate process. The PPA and Congress, the House Intel Committee, used basically the same system of justice, guilty until proven innocent. The, the burden of proof is, is on – the prosecution to prove that you're guilty at the Philadelphia Parking Authority and in Congress, the burden of proof is on the accused to prove that they're not guilty. Only in third world banana republics does it work. And Philadelphia is a third world. I'm going to go fourth world. They're not even as good as third world banana republics. This is a fourth world corrupt organization and corrupt city where people should be being let out in handcuffs from city hall into one of those sheriff department buses you know the ones with all the the screens on the window and the barbed wire i want to see i want to see jim kenny the entire city council the district attorney all of our state representatives all put into the meat wagon and taken over and bring them over to eastern state penitentiary and throw them in cells with no heat, no water, no bread. And no doors. And no doors. Uh, if you would like to uh, call in and rip me some more, <laughs> please do at 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. The lines are now open. And there you go, Robin. There you go. Already on the show today in the first hour of the program, 
Robin has given us an analogy comparing uh, – <laughs> <laughs> comparing accountability with Brett Brown and the fan base sucking up to him every night, no matter what he does, and a and a urban legend in college. Where if your so if your roommate dies, do you pick up their college loans too, since nobody's there to pay their college loans. No, but your parent. This is not an urban legend. Oh, the parents. Okay. Are, if you die and you have college debt, your parents are automatic. It doesn't go away. It, they are still responsible for it. They didn't let them off the hook? They do not let you, you off the hook if your child dies while in college still owing debt. That is an outrage. <sighs> Don't get me started on college debt. <clears throat> uh, Cupcake Eagle says, give Robin five. Houston Drew says, not true, Robin. They fixed that. They have. Okay, this is news to me. If they have fixed is this that, breaking then news? I, is this breaking uh, I, student loan news? Because I have not been notified. I know that when uh, my two kids, who just graduated in the last, and my son graduated last year, and my daughter three years ago, mm-hmm. um, we had to sign the form notifying that we were acknowledging that if anything happened to them, we were responsible. You're on the hook. Yeah. But that's changed now? Um, well, once Bernie so gets Houston in, Drew, once Bernie true, or Liz hearing. get in, uh, we yeah. won't have to worry about any of that stuff. All your bills, my alimony, all your bills, uh, your telephone bills, your automobiles, they'll all be paid. Here, can you hand me back that ticket so that it doesn't get lost? In so your- here it is. I want to find out who this agent <laughs> is. Badge number 125, R. Kane. R. Kane is the name. Two-hour parking. Over the time limit, Robin. Over the, and you know what makes this even more preposterous <laughs> is they have these little electronic devices. I know. Where they can punch in, which they do. They have to punch in your, your plate number, right. right? And then the plate number should automatically come up that the car is legally registered and legally is allowed to park you would think. in a 24 neighborhood, which the next street is. Yet this person, this nincompoop, at 11.42 a.m. Tuesday, Writes me a tick. They observed the car at 927. And then at 1142, when they sauntered back and waddled out of a local cheesesteak joint with grease drippings and onions. At 1142 p.m.? A.M. A.M. Oh, okay. They get out early here, Rob. Okay. They don't care if it's cold. They get out at 927, even though the parking's not supposed to start till 10 a.m. So 927, they didn't give me a ticket. You know, they noticed the car at 927. So then they punch all my numbers into the, mm-hmm. into the little, little box. In the box. Oh, what's in the box? Information's in the box. So they used to, give, they used to use a chalk. They used to chalk your tire. Yeah. And that's the old way. Before Which was we had awesome technology. because then you could, like, drive to a different spot or wash off the wash chalk. Wash off the mark. chalk. And then they went, you know. Yeah. But then they realized, hey, we need to make more money in the city so that we can pay for trash trucks getting into accidents and killing people. And we have to pay for all the other things that we don't have, which are city services, which we used to have. Apparently, there was another story that the city said that the reason they can't clean our streets anymore is because the trash trucks, which used to be able to come down and sweep the streets for many, many decades growing up. Okay. They made the wrong size street sweeping trucks. So now they can't go and sweep the streets anymore, the little streets that they used to routinely every week. There are still signs up that say, yeah. no parking Wednesdays. And you will still get ticketed. No, sometimes. no, 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 you can't. They haven't swept the streets here since Frank Rizzo was mayor. On, on Broad. On Broad they Street say. they do because every once in a while they, you know, they, they'll sweep Broad Street. Yeah, once in a Because blue the moon, dignitaries are coming actually, yeah. in or there's some big uh, function and they want people to think that Broad Street's clean. Anyway, enough about that. 
So how did you how do you observe and report at 9:27 a.m. and then you come back two hours later? So they gave me they gave me credit for how many minutes? It's 42, 27, 37, 38, 39, 44. 15 minutes after they observed past two hours, where yeah. I was parked illegally, by the way. They decide. Arcane decides. Yes, hit the ticket button. Because you have stayed more than oh, two Luigi hours. Oh, Luigi says, Arcane, that effort got me last month. So, Arcane, we're coming for you. No, I'm kidding. Not Kane, the wrestler from WWE. Kane. Not Abel. Kane is not Abel right here, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever this person Kane is, they should be immediately taken to jail and should have no right to actually try to enforce traffic laws in this city. This is criminal behavior. This is corruption. This is bribery. This is extortion. To allow this to continue, Mayor Kenny, I hope you're watching right now. I know you're sitting up in your uh, room uh, counting down how many people were shot in the last 24 hours in the city and not doing anything about that. And you're promoting your playground cleanups, which will be absolute shit shows within a matter of weeks. And other people, by the way, are volunteering their time and money to clean up our playgrounds just like I used to do in the 90s every Saturday. I would go out into different neighborhoods with my listeners in 1989 and do Bruno's Broom Brigade yeah. and clean up neighborhoods. I think there's pictures of you Absolutely. in tight little shorts. And so shorts. all these, oh, climate, we, you know, people need to go and clean up trash. You got to clean up the neighborhoods. I mean, look at the playgrounds. Our kids can't go out and play anymore. I was doing that shit 30 years ago. Now all of a sudden, oh, how dare you? How dare you complain about your big cars and stuff? I was doing this shit before it was cool, jackasses. And you tell me, I want any of you city honks out there who, who absolutely think that this is legal, this is acceptable, and this is something that anyone, I'm not complaining for me. I'm complaining for every other person in this corrupt cabal we know as Philadelphia that tolerate this kind of incompetence. And I got state representatives here, or my city council will call me everyone. Wait, why are you complaining about the city? I said, because it's a goddamn, it's, it's like Nazi Germany, that's why. Tell me this is okay. Tell me this is okay, Robin. No, it's not. Tell Especially me that I should have technology. to pay $26 for this. No. And, oh, by the way, if I don't pay it by next week, and since we can't get a hold of somebody to, to fight it, they're going to say, oh, well, you didn't, you didn't respond in the necessary time, and then you'll get letters every day telling you how much they've jacked up the price of this. Yet you can't get in touch with anybody to fight it. And then you have to go down to some courtroom, which is almost as embarrassingly shameful as the United States House Intelligence Committee. More of a shit show than there is the Philadelphia Parking Authority. Absolute joke. All right, give it back to me again. It's going to get lost if you keep it. By the way, the officer (laughs) below, being fully sworn upon oath, deposes and says that in the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the vehicle described above, was observed in violation of the Philadelphia Traffic Code specified herein, and a copy of this notice was served upon the violator as required by law. Duly sworn upon oath, 
What oath would that be, arcane? What oath? The oath of lying? This is, you know what this is, Robin? You take an oath that you're going to uphold the laws of our city. What is that called, Robin? What is that called? A promise? No, no. You don't promise the law. People break the law every day and don't get caught. This is called treason. This is called... (laughs) This is called collusion, corruption, high crime, and misdemeanor. Now, people are very excited that they have gotten two really great rants in the very first hour in a two-hour show. This is corruption. This is government corruption. Well, we know if you put no, your hands up, if you, if you swear, extortion if you swear to uphold the laws that the city of Philadelphia, any city, and then you violate the law, you break the law. This is an over-litigious jerk. This is somebody who's breaking, violating their oath. When you violate your oath, isn't, isn't that Ar- perjury? Isn't That's Ar- perjury. This person has committed perjury, Robin. Isn't Arcane the one that gave us a wrong one before? I don't know. I seem to recall the name. Here, okay, there's, one, there's one person around here who just doesn't. Most of the people are nice people. Oh, I talk are. to them. They're great people. They're doing their jobs. But then you have, this, you have some people who just don't really give a damn. They're, they're, like, they're like that bartender, the really hot chick at the bar, you know, who maybe give you a good free... Sh- no, they're, actually, they're not at all. That's a bad analogy. I'm using Robin <laughs> analogies now, oh, like the one about the... Oh, okay. I'm trying to give you an analogy. They don't even want to cut you a break. In other words, you know, if you're... you're the, you know, you know you got a meter where you put money in. Now you got the meter up so you can do it on your phone. And yes. get, but you're that guy who knows that, like, at 12.15, your meter's going to expire... And then you look at your watch, and at 12, 12, you realize, oh, shit, I got to get up and go put money in the meter, yeah. right? And then as you're running to the meter, there's that ma- meter maid standing there and waiting for it to click off as violation. Yes. And you get there, but she starts punching in the information at 12, 14, mm-hmm. not expecting that you're going to be able to make it in time. Right. And once she's he or she or he starts punching in the information, they will claim that it's too late. Too late. I already because started I, writing the Because I ticket. started the process, and you must trust the process. Yeah. And that's what happens. And then you're screwed because you have no recourse. You are guilty, and you have no way to prove innocence. Clarky Bob, they were all probably hall monitors in school, and the power goes to their head. They can't give it up. Exactly. I would get Johnny Cochran on the phone, but he's dead. And I no. would get F. Lee Bailey on the phone, but not, he's dead. Not lovely Rita. Meter maid. No, she was awesome. Yes. Because lovely Rita, Rita Meter Maid, the great Beatles song from back in the day. I'm going to have to play a taste of that now, Robin. And my, if my son's ripping me again today, that's an outrage. What did I say that did not make sense? It oh, was no, not he sp- ripped you, and then he ripped me. It's been an it's been equal opportunity rippage today. What's going on down there in Maryland? It's an outrage. I do... I don't think I have been quite ripped this much, and I don't well, know. Well, you how, deserve how, it, Robin. When I deserve it, when I'm wrong, I gladly take the punishment. When I'm responsible for something wrong, I say, bring it on. But, but when I'm right and people cri- rip me, that's when I get pissed off. But, Robin, today, so far in the first hour, let's recap. <laughs> in the first hour, Robin has committed two heinous, heinous oh. fake news spreading propaganda bullshit on this show. You know what, Tony Bruno? You know what I say to that? (laughs) Spank me. (laughs) It hurts too much, Robin. 
I didn't say no, spring. So look, I look up lovely Rita Meter Maid uh-huh. on Spotify. Yeah. It- Guess what comes up as the version that I want to see first? The top result is Alan Eisden Ben. The Alan Eisden Ben. That's the top result on Spotify. Tell me I'm not right, wrong. Tell me I'm wrong about Spotify, Robin. You are not wrong. Spotify is rigging their, their search results to give you songs that are not the originals. I've never heard of the Alan Elston band. Clarky Bob says that I deserve a game misconduct. You do. Yeah, I'd no, say put Jeff her in a box. Spotify search put algorithm is box. Put her in a box. A game misconduct means you, you – I can't give you a game misconduct because then I don't have to send you to the, to the dressing room. Uh-oh, the phone's ringing off the wall. Could that be the PPA wanting payment today, two days after the illegal ticket was distributed? It's ridiculous. You're right. Spotify search engine is absolutely criminal. I don't know why we pay for it every month. Spotify should be paying me to play the damn songs. They are criminal. They are also enemy of the people, Spotify. Here's the version that that uh, Spotify has for lovely meter, lovely Rita, meter made. No Beatles. Now, this group may have done it before. Maybe the Beatles ripped them off. Robert, what are you opening a box for? It's not even an open-a-box segment. You up and go up and get an Amazon box? Where's the smiley face on this bitch? And you start ripping it open right away? What, where the hell's the protocol here, Robin? Where's the protocol? The, uh, 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 I'm going to give you a bump, bump, de bump because you always complain that you can't open that. But you immediately started opening walking down the steps. We haven't even done our mail time segment yet. All I did was <laughs> pre-score so no, that you No, you, you, you weren't going to stop. You were ripping it, and I had oh. to tell you, stop ripping the box open. It's not the box segment time. That is not true. Jesus, the weather gets cold, and all of a sudden people lose their minds. Throw another log on the uh, fire over there, Robin. Is it on today? No, I don't have the heat on. Would you like me to turn the heat on? No, I'm kidding. Jesus. Jeez, Robin. What the hell is wrong with her today, Tony? I don't know. And then SR20 Deep says, I'm with Miss Robin. So you see what happens? It's like watching an impeachment hearing, and then half the people are on one side, and half the people are on the other side, where there is only one side. That is the middle, and try to figure it out for yourself where the bullshit is. Now, play this, Robin. This is the version of Lovely Mita, Rita Meter Maid okay. that's on Spotify. And the reason why is that... They did the, the original version the, of it? No, the Beatles version is just called Lovely Rita. Oh, excuse See, me. See, that's how come... Oh, that's, that's the problem okay. with Spotify's Oh, okay. But it is, is it the song Lovely Rita Meter Maid? Okay. I know it just says Lovely Rita. Not Rita's water ice, of course. She's turned into a bitch now. This crit, this crap. Yeah, it's a bad song. First of all, meter maids in in England are ugly chicks. They have no teeth, or they got teeth, teeth missing. Ooh, now look at who's 
stereotyping getting in trouble. No, that's a pretty fair uh, assessment. Most Brits uh, don't have really good uh, dental uh, situations. Cupcake Eagle says, is suggesting that I go back to bed and get out on the other side. I, I am not in a bad mood. No, I'm not even. We're laughing. We're laughing here, Robin. <sighs> Again, lines are open. <laughs> you can do this in person <laughs> instead of hiding behind. <laughs> Hiding the in the shadows room, out there. Chat room, 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. And I didn't even have any of this stuff. I didn't have the, the PPA thing, but I saw the ticket sitting there, the violation. It's a violation, Bo. It's a violation. Well, it's just annoying that I can't fix So tell it. me, I want the people out there to tell me that I should pay this and just shut no, up and be happy. No, you're not going to. No, 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 no. We are going to get the. I told you, I'll take care of it, but. I tried to do that last night, and the stupid website and by is the way, under maintenance. By the way, uh, I will have a another Rip the Brits update today, too. Yes. I will absolutely torch. Would you like to do that now, Tony, since we only have a two-hour show and we have 45 minutes left? Yeah, let me rip this bitch. Okay. And again, I don't like to refer to women as bitches. But. But this woman's a bitch. But when I mean, I call guys names, too, so it's not just I, I, I don't like women and I only point out women. I don't even know if this meter person is a man or a woman, this arcane. It doesn't really matter to me. It's not about their their religion, like Robin points out, that they're Mormons without knowing whether they're Mormons or not. That's why I wouldn't go see a book, the Book of Mormon, Robin, because I know deep down inside, you have tremendous disdain for the Mormon religion. I do not. (laughs) Well, they did. They made a comedy out of a religion. Yeah, but but, see, but I think that you should be able to do that for any religion. Yeah, but you you can't do that for any religion. But my, I, I actually think that the Mormon religion, there's cer- certain wackadoodle things about it, and then there's that's a, like every religion, re- Robin. which is exactly which I was going to say. Okay, and there's some fantastic things like there, there. We went to the temple. We, we got a, we got an invite to yeah. go to the temple, the new Mormon tabernacle here. I think that they have one of the best. Uh, uh, I love the hot tubs in there, man. Family, and uh, I love. Their support of the arts within the church. Absolutely. They, um, I mean, I like, I, I think, I don't think that I'm out of turn saying that I think that every single Mormon that's raised in the church becomes a fantastic singer. I mean, they all learn how to sing beautifully. Hey, the, the, why do you think is. the Osmonds turned? <laughs> the Osmonds had me on the verge of uh, converting to Mormonism back in the day. Donnie and Marie, they were the shit, man. Yeah, they were. But anyway, let's get it back to this, Robin. Okay. So, the Dallas Cowboys, of course, it's sports-related, too, which is why I want to do this. Thanksgiving Day, the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys host the traditional Thanksgiving right. Day games. Yes. They have forever, even when Detroit sucks, even when Dallas sucks. They always play on Thanksgiving Day. Right. And so the Dallas Cowboys this year, and they have a halftime show. It's, it's an expanded halftime. It's not the regular, even though it's a regular season game, on Thanksgiving Day they have – a few more minutes at halftime than they do on the regular NFL halftime. So they bring in an entertainer to perform. Okay. Well, let's gotcha. not start sucking each other's dicks quite And yet. so this year, some British chick who I've never heard of, who's another one of those auto-tuned pop singers who's 32 years old, by the way. She's yes. no teeny bop. She's a 32-year-old chick with Ellie, bad teeth and bad lips. Ellie Goulding. El, let me play you a taste of Ellie Goulding here, right. Robin. Can you bring this up? This is her... Uh, this is her brilliance. And again, if you like her, I don't care. I, I, I listen to her song. I'm like, listen to this crap. Listen to the auto-tune. You never dated me. Lies, tell me lies, baby, tell me how you hate me. 
It sounds like pretty much every song you will hear on Top 40 Radio today. All stupid uh, auto-tune. What well, you hear the middle? This is the part. Listen to that. Oh. <laughs> Make it stop! Make it stop! All right. So this biatch. So she gets on her Instagram and she's got some stooge in the recording studio wearing a Dallas Cowboy jersey with her name on the back. So she agreed to be the halftime entertainer on behalf of the Salvation Army's cattle drive, okay. which they do every year all over the country. You'll see the kettles out in front of stores. The mm-hmm. Cowboys put and the they big kettle collect a lot in the end, and the, the Cowboys put that big kettle in the end zone. And then, of course, Ezekiel Elliott got in trouble a couple of years ago when he dove into it after a touchdown, which was stupid. It brought more attention to the kettle. That's how stupid the NFL is. But I digress. So the kettle campaign starts on Thanksgiving Day at the Dallas Cowboys game. Ellie Goulding, whoever she is, some 32-year-old teeny bop chick from Britain. Uh, decides, yes, I, I, you know, I want to come over there across the pond, and I'm going to be the halftime entertainment. And so she announces it. She puts up an Instagram video with her stooge uh, fat guy in a chair in a studio, making it sound like he knows about the Dallas Cowboys, even though they don't know. I mean, it was uh, it was a spoof. It was like, hey, you know, football. You know, I don't, what do we know about football? And so they were acknowledging, self-deprecating, and the video was okay. But then all of a sudden, a couple days later. Little Ellie out there decides, you know what? On second thought, I may not do this show. I may not go to Dallas on Thanksgiving Day. You know why, Robin? Because I didn't bother to look up what the Salvation Army really does. They asked me, or maybe I approached. I don't know who approached who. I wouldn't approach her if she was on the subway at 2 a.m. and she was the only chick on there. And she was singing that song. I would rather hear the sound of the subway wheels, the, the metal grinding as they're making a turn. You know that, that screeching sound when you're on a subway train mm-hmm. and it's trying to make a sharp turn because it really can't make a sharp turn because that's not how the wheels work. And you hear that screeching noise in the tunnels of the subway system. So now all of a sudden, I, I, I posted you the story, Robin, because there's a yes. big breakdown. So she comes out and says... You know, I'm not going to do this now. I'm not going to do this. I'm paraphrasing. Unless the Salvation Army makes a donation, here it is, a solid, committed pledge or donation to the LGBT community. Correct. And that's what she she wrote? That's uh, what her tw- that's what yeah, she said. Quote, solid, committed pledge or donation to the LGBT community. So now she's not going to do it unless they – here's the thing. Here's the problem with this. I have nothing against the LGBT community. The Salvation Army, when they're helping people in times of need during the holiday season and they take donations, they don't ask people when they need clothing or food, hey, by the way, what's your sexual preference there? Hey, lady, are you gay? You look gay. Let me make sure you're gay or you're trans – uh, or you're straight, because we want to keep track of the people that we help every single year thanks to the donations of many other people. So this is, this is the insanity. And what is going wrong in this country now is that some douche like this chick can all of a sudden now, because she was so 
so giving to go perform her shit songs at the Dallas Cowboy halftime on Thanksgiving Day that now she can make up it up the ante and 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 basically tell the Dallas Cowboys and the National Football League and the Salvation Army, an organization that she agreed to help and was proud and excited about helping, now all of a sudden, you better start uh, stereotyping people. Hey, I'm going to the Salvation Army Center. My fam, my, my children need a coat and some shoes. Excuse me, miss. Are you uh, gay? You bi? Are you a man pretending to be a woman? Are you fully trans? What's your race, by the way? I can't tell your color. Are you wearing blackface? And then they'll write. That's what, that's what she's basically implying, that the Salvation Army, in some way, shape, or form, does not help people based on their race, color, creed, or sexual orientation. And for that alone, they should tell her to go stick it up her ass, take it all away to the Tower of London, and then sit on the Tower of London, and then fall off and fall into the damn Prince Andrew's arms, the pedophile Prince Andrew, and the rest of that corrupt, phony, bullshit bunch of entitled douchebags that is the royal family, every single one of them, from the queen all the way down to Meghan and her douchebag husband who looks a lot like Carson Wentz. Those self-important nobodies who are only rich and famous because they inherited it. These are the people we're supposed to hate now, right? Are we supposed to hate filthy, rich, entitled people who don't do shit? What the hell does the royal family do? This bitch, Elle Goulding, Ellie Goulding, should not even be allowed in the country, let alone to sing at halftime of the Dallas Cowboys, if I were running the show. You know what they, you know what they should do? Get her out, announce that she's been fired. She has, should have her passport and her visa pulled. She should not be allowed to enter the country. And no. you know what the Cowboys should have instead? What? This is what they should have is halftime entertainment. On soup on Thanksgiving Day at halftime, Robin. You want to keep it real? You want to keep it raw? Now, I have a really, really quick update because we are... Wait, can we let Big and Rich at least start the song, Robin? Okay. As you know, I hung out with the John Rich in Tampa many years ago on his bus. Yes. And I buy the bar, double round the crown, and everybody's getting down in this town. Now, S. Falcon is on hold on the line, and we are going to get to him in just a minute because he has a comment, but... Since we are coming up to the giving season, I want to give an update on where your donation dollars go. From the Salvation Army update Um, desk? And so um, uh, (laughs) Business Insider gives information on where your donation dollars go. And as you know, I mean, all these companies, whether it's the Red Cross, Salvation Army, they have have overhead. Of course. Um, And so Business Insider recommends doing your homework and do not support any place that doesn't at least give 75% or more of their... And there are websites that will tell you which organizations donate the majority of the proceeds to charity while not hiring somebody to make a million dollars a year as their executive. So Charity Watch, um, which is one of the locations that looks at all the different charities, um, says that the Red Cross, 
actually donates 91% of all donations. 91% of their donations go to Because most of room. their donations Charity. are cash. Right. Right. Um, um, another charity to see, Salvation Army. Salvation Army is interesting. They typically spend 82% of their donations to aid, but the, the reason why they don't have a higher percentage is that they keep part of their aid in a, in a pool for major, major disasters that they then give 100% out exactly. to. Exactly. So they're so a legitimate organization. They are a legitimate organization. And my point is of the argument that I was making about Ellie Goulding, is that she's not? She's not. She doesn't deserve to be singing at halftime no. with her auto tune machine at any nationally televised be, game. She should be thankful that they were. She was exactly. Even That's my with. point. Exactly. I don't want to rip her because she's a Brit and she's a woman and she's a terrible singer. <laughs> I want to rip know, her because she's she is using a platform that is not supposed to be used in this situation. She's implying that the Salvation Army is not singling out one particular group of people who represent a minority in this country and assuming and implying and inferring that they're not taking care of people based on their sexual preference. Isn't that what she's saying? Yeah. When you demand an organization to make a separate donation to a separate or a separate community, how is that how is that fairness? How is that equality? There is no equality. You're fighting against your own argument, Ellie. Stay the hell over in England. Go perform over there for those other teeny bopper dorks relief, that buy your crap music. Relief uh, should be colorblind. It is for the most part, right? And then, the, and it is. They, they are there some organizations that are shady? But no, no, yes, of course there are. But when you're talking about the Red Cross and the Salvation Army, and you're going to make demands so you can perform for four minutes at halftime on a game where nobody gives a shit who you are, that's why you bring in the big and rich. That's why you bring I agree. in. You bring in some good country, man. Damn right, baby. Bring it up, brother. I walk into the room, passing out hundred dollar bills, and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar double. D checks in. Do we have to throw some more tea in the harbor? Gladney North got get off my lawn. Get off my sidewalk. <laughs> That, this is not an old guy uh, yelling no. at people on the sidewalk or on the lawn. This is a man standing up for what's good and right in America. And think, you're you're demanding that people think things through before they make idiots out of themselves, like I did this morning. <laughs> now I got to rip Jeff Bruder. Uh oh. I got to rip him. I mean, he's a loyal listener and he's a, he's a Steeler fan, which is two strikes against him already. So what does he bring up when I'm I'm going crazy on a singer? Uh huh. And the Salvation Army, he throws Trump into the equation. And again, what? here's my question to all you people who want to throw Donald Trump into everything that you see and hear. What the hell does Donald Trump have to do with the Salvation Army, Ellie Goulding, the Dallas Cowboys, halftime entertainment? What the hell? Just because he had a charity? That this is this is the derangement of the people's minds in this country, Robin. They can't they can't go five seconds without putting in Trump derangement syndrome into everything in their life every single day when they go to the bathroom. They wonder whether or not the toilet paper company donated money to Trump and then they don't take a shit unless they find out who, whether the people that run Scott Paper Company are donating to Trump. Wait, wait, wait. Was that a third rant in less than two hours? You normally would have to pay. How much? Listen, this is an hour and a half in. And you got more rant for your buck 
than you will get anywhere. Not since the Jerry Springer show or a guy whose show I used to be on and I used to work with is one of the uh, Morton Downey Jr. Not have we seen this kind of vitriol and outrage since Morton Downey Jr. was having people in their audience throw chairs at one another way before Jerry Springer stole that act. Now, we (laughs) have somebody here on the line who I don't know if he wants to rip me or if he wants to whatever, but S. Falcon. That's our buddy Steve in in Detroit. Steve, what's going on today, man? Am I rants? Or dead on today, or you, do you find anything objectionable whatsoever in the content that I provided to you today? No, your rants are good. I'm, I'm in, uh, um, oh, the Robin, she needs to be on load management. I think she needs to go on load management. She's, uh, <laughs> no, that was last week, actually, she was on load management. <laughs> I wish I had a little more load, load management. management. <laughs> she needs to go back on load management. Robin, yeah, you know, we you, all have these days. So, come on, Steve, we all have these days. <sighs> You know what the yeah. motto of the show is? Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. And it doesn't always coincide at the same time. <laughs> Robin, you, you take, go take the cats. Go away for the weekend. You need, you need some load management. Okay. I agree. Can I just go down to Florida, visit Dean for a while? He'll put me up there. He'll take, he'll take me to musical, which you won't do. They don't have musicals in Tampa, Robin. Listen, Tony can find some... Uh, he can go to Angelo's, have a pizza. Go exactly. To no, we're going out fine. to King of Prussia tonight for us, and then Sunday we'll be at the Toll Man Joe. Robin's got to be at Toll Man Joe's for the Eagles Patriots pregame. Man, come on! Yes. Man, everybody's going to be at that game Sunday. Barstool's going to be there. Al McPherson, Tom Brady's wife, Joe Madden might be there. You're going to have is is L is L Goulding going to be there? I don't think she's invited. Ellie. I don't know if Philly invited. She's going to be asked to jump into the river with uh, Jim Kenny uh, right off of the pier down there at, uh, at Penn's Landing, I think. Steve? Steve? Yeah. Steve? Steve? I'm here. Steve? Steve? Let me play a little more here. Al Goulding. Are you an Al Goulding fan now? I've never heard of her. Yeah, no, I had never heard of her either. So Apparently I've never she's heard a, of her. This Apparently she's a big deal or something with the teeny bops, even though she's 32 years old. She's a 32-year-old British chick. One of Jerry Jones' grandkids saw her on YouTube and said, Grandpa, get this girl. She's a good singer. How many 32-year-old chicks are singing auto-tuned uh, disco? Not disco. Way too many, unfortunately. Nobody, the auto-tuning nobody thing, that I know. The auto-tuning thing has gotten totally Turn this totally up a little bit. Let me hear a little bit more of Ellie Goulding. No. She doesn't use a live band. You ain't she's going to lip sync. So. She's going to lip sync, exactly. Yeah. Because the one thing about these types of singers who sound good in the studio because everything is digitally enhanced. I, don't like, I can't do it. No, bring it up. I want to hear oh, the part where, like, she, where she starts singing, especially. not just. And to me, it's like nails on a chalkboard. I'm telling you how I hate you, why I hate you, Elle. Ellie. Uh, trust me, I never dated you, honey. We can tell. We, we are telling her, like, how we hate her. Yes. That's, we, we're doing exactly I what she's asking. I hate you with the passion of 7,000 sons and daughters. No, I'd bang her. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me Hell wrong. Oh, yeah, you would. You, yeah, of course you would. She's got nice big lips, though, you notice? Yeah. Nice lips. Are they, are they real? I don't know. They're big lips, though. You know what they say about big lips, Robin? You know what they say? Big lips don't lie? <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> I'm going to pull back. I'm going to see another photograph of her. You can see if the lips are real. No, see, I don't think they're real because here's another photograph, and those are Is not. Is she the- hot? Uh, 
she's she's cute. Again, I don't I mean, care what she looks she like. Uh, you know, the, all the stuff about the Brits and the and the teeth and the lips. She got it. I mean, she's tall. I don't know how tall she is. And again, Robin likes him tall. Well, who doesn't? They don't have to be tall. <laughs> yeah, Robin. I mean, oh no, she's pretty. She, you know who she kind of looks like? Uh, she's all dialed up though, Robin. Actress. You don't know what she looks like when you watch Jennifer off on the war paint. She looks like Jennifer Aniston. No, no, no way. There's a picture of her where she kind of looks in this photograph like, um, oh, who was the actress that was in Splash? A long time ago, eighties. Oh. Um, uh, oh, I know. She just got arrested too. Did she? Yeah, she's pretty wacky yeah. actually. Yeah, she got arrested in Washington. Uh, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Hannah. Thank Hannah, you, yeah. AJ. Bearcat AJ. Her and um, Daryl Hannah, and um, what's the other one that got Ted Danson and uh, Sam Watterson? See, here's, and, um, here's a picture Jane of Jane Fonda got arrested. Ellie Goulding. Doesn't she have sort of a Daryl Hannah look to her? I don't care what she looks like, Robin. I'm just I'm comparing. She oh, looks yeah. different in every yeah. picture. Yeah. She's yeah, five foot she five. She's not, she's not that tall. Not former Pittsburgh Steeler uh, wide receiver Lewis Lips. You remember him? That's, not right that's great. Player? That's great Lewis Lips knowledge right there from Don Juan uh, 7220. Lewis Lips, you remember him? Two Ps. Former great wide receiver for your Pittsburgh Steelers who are playing on Thursday night. And Mr. Thursday night, again, will unsheath another selection on this game in Cleveland tonight, Robin. How come Live. you don't do college games? How come you don't pick college games? Because I don't, I don't watch enough college football to make educated oh. games. I mean, I'll watch the big game of the week, and then I get bored and you, turn it off. You know, what's interesting about this game tonight, that Baker Mayfield and Mason Rudolph, you know, have a lot of history together. Because, as yeah, you know, they were both uh, teammates. No, they weren't teammates. Baker, May, no, Baker Mayfield was obviously at Oklahoma, and Mason Rudolph was at Oklahoma State. So they played each other three times in their careers that's there. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and, right. And, and, you know, they would play those great 62 to 57 games, you know, those great yeah. college football games where they play no 17 overtimes, you know, and the over-under gets covered. You know, the team only has like 20, the two teams have like 25 points, and then when they go to overtime and the over is like 50, they blow by the over with all the overtimes. College football right. overtime is, the, is worse than shootouts in hockey. It is the uh, dumbest yeah. system ever imagined. And when it comes to dumb systems, college football takes the cake. From the BCS to the coaches' polls to the power rankings, college football, as great as it is, has a lot of mismatches, unwatchable games that get touted as these big – like last week, I told you before the game, Ohio State and Maryland uh, on Fox this weekend. That game was so boring. I knew, was that game boring. Was, I knew that game was going to be a joke. The second I saw it promoted, they have to play the games. But the, the, the fact that Fox is promoting it like it's a big deal. They, and and, and the worst part is Ohio State's calling timeouts to try to score more points when they were up 42. Because the last time you were on Fox, they had, they, their ratings went through the roof. So they said, oh, let's build it up. They're playing Maryland. They suck. Exactly right, man. That's the problem. You only have the certain only great games. The game was last week was LSU-Alabama. That a- was a great absolutely. game. Absolutely. Abs- and, and the problem with there's so many games, at least in the NFL, you know, for example, the bye week, this is the last bye week. And then next right. week, everybody will play the rest of the year. So this weekend, right. the four remaining teams that have byes, and they're the ones that have the latest byes. And you know who the four teams are that have a bye this week, right, Robin? I... The Green Bay Packers. Okay. The New York Giants, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Tennessee Titans. So those teams had to wait till 11 weeks in to get their week off. But then, as I mentioned, after week 11, 
the buys are all gone. So everybody will be playing. Every team in the NFL will be playing starting week 12, and that's when they start flexing because people always wanted about, wait, why can't they flex this game? Week 12 is when they start flexing, and as you noticed earlier this week, the Eagles, who were supposed to be on Sunday night football next week against Seattle, they flexed out of that game. They moved the Eagles to a 1 o'clock right. game, which we knew earlier in the week, and they put the Green Bay Packer game on on Sunday night football because it would have – and then there was another great game at 425, which they made the national game, the Cowboys game. And so what happened is they flexed out of the Eagles and said, Eagles, hey, no, maybe a big matchup for you guys in Philly, but we're not going to put that game on on Sunday night football. So the Eagles got kicked off of Sunday night football. And I, you know who that really affects the most? All those poor people who are in the parking lot at 6 a.m. and their drinking now will be curtailed right around 1230 because they could have been able to drink all, all the, the way, way through true. up till 8 p.m. That's true fandom. 12 hours. No, of... 14, 14 hours, 14. 6 a.m. to 8 p.m., Robin. See, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Six a.m. to six p.m. is twelve hours, so then you add two, and even my simple math skills. And I would, I would say, uh, in that, if that were the case, that you need to pace yourself. But they don't listen to that anyway. So all these poor people in parking lots, drinking copious amounts of beer and meat products and all kinds of other things, will now are outraged that they will only have. Six hours to oh. tailgate before a game on a Sunday at 1 oh, o'clock. Then they can go to the bar where you're at. Exactly right. And we'll be there for the earlier pregame yes. show. Because, you know, we're doing the pregame show because uh, the Eagles are on, a, uh, obviously, uh, the afternoon game. So we're going to be on from, We're going to be on the, the 425 start. We're going to be on from 1 to 3 at Tollman Joe's on Sunday for the pregame. But the good thing about being there then is that the 1 o'clock games will be in progress while we're there. So we'll be on the yeah. air and we'll be giving people updates on the 1 o'clock games. And then the kickoff comes at 425. But the Eagles, it, it doesn't really happen to them that much. They don't normally get kicked right. off of primetime games because they're pretty good on primetime, except against the Cowboys when they got their asses kicked the last time. <laughs> but what, What's the Philly Godfather got on uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick signing? Because I saw the other I saw last night that the Lions are 5-1 to one to sign him. I don't know. They're putting odds up because everybody's going to go, not everybody, but that's the latest. And, and, and Steve, appreciate you checking in today and, 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 and properly scolding Robin for her heinous well, she needs to be unload. Put her on load management. Send her to Florida or Miami or wherever. And, you know, you can have fun at Angelo's and party at uh, uh, King of Prussia and whatever. And no, we're going to do that. We'll be tonight. We're going to have pizza tonight because every other week. Tony and Angelo's. No, he's saying it. send me off by myself so that you can have fun without me. I can't. Yeah. Some, I need somebody to unlock, un- unload the equipment and set it up. <laughs> you See? got Luigi. It's called Luigi. Uh, Luigi's not coming out for the show. Luigi's working. Why not? Luigi's not You'll a roadie. Well, even when Sunday Robin morning? and I show up at Toll Man Joe's at 9 a.m., Luigi's sitting in there drinking coffee, and we're out, we're unloading the car, and I got a butt that's. That's uh, that's he bleeding. Help out. No, Robin and I do. Luigi sits inside, oh, and he's what? on his damn oh, phone worrying on his fantasy team. I'm out there busting my ass and bleeding in the parking lot. Oh, that's and Luigi doesn't image. even come out to offer to help the damn equipment get be taken he out of the car. Help? No, I have to. I have to sort of remind him though. You know what I mean? Gotta, oh my gosh, what Luigi? What is going on? Now he's, he's gonna, gonna be pissed. Now, now he's gonna be pissed. He's gonna be like, what the hell? All right, now, let me give you the actual real version of the story. That he, he doesn't see us when we're coming in because he's sitting and drinking coffee. Right. He gets there earlier. And so then when we start taking the stuff in right away, and then I'll have to say, hey, Luigi, 
don't you know we're here? He says, oh, I didn't see you. And then I, I sort of like shame him. And I say, Luigi. Shame. Shame. Wow, what is going on with Luigi? Shame. Nah, he's... he's and then he comes in. He does. And then he comes over. And then he comes over. Then there's only like one yeah, But it does not help so set you up. you got Luigi to help you. you got Luigi to run the equipment. Robin, you need to be on load management. Go to Florida. Get a tan. You'll be fine. <laughs> God, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it's like 78 yeah. degrees down there in the Tampa you know? Bay area. And Dean yeah, said I, that he and his wife just went to see Fiddler on the Roof. If I were a rich man. Da, da, oh, da, 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 in Florida. That's a great song. Da, 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 I'd rather go see the Miami Hurricanes in a oh, I'd rather go see the Miami Dolphins than go see a play in Tampa. If I were a rich man. Topol, who's the best uh, fiddler on the roof, Robin? Topol or who's the other? Oh, There were many of them. but the ori- I think Topol was the original guy. He was guy. original. Now I'm going to have to play a little fiddler on the roof. Alfred Molina no, no, was Alfred one of the guys. No, no, no. Yes. I would build one staircase for going up and one staircase Robin, for can down. you play a little of Seth Fiddler on the roof now, please? No, no, we're not, we don't want to hear Fiddler. No, oh, come on, man. You, asked, you, you brought it up. Shabbat Shalom. Well, that's tomorrow. A Fiddler on the Roof. Well, this is not a good... Sounds this is like the beginning. You need to actually get to the actual song. Tony this is like the, on YouTube for it. It's like a big lead up. But here it is. You ready? I hear they no, no, no. This is the, is this the overture? Good, Tony. You are so this bad. This is the original motion picture, Robin. It, they don't play the they don't cut to the uh, to the vocal when they do what you've been in Steve, theater. We're going to put you out of your misery. I'm going to let you go so you don't have to listen to this on the phone. It's ridiculous. Is he Robin. yelling at you? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's d- you know I only want to hit that's that's why when Robin and I went to see uh, uh, Be- what did we see in Vegas Robin uh, a Phantom of the Opera it, what they did in Vegas which was really really smart is instead of doing the fourteen hour two intermission version yeah. of Phantom they did like the the hits the ninety they did minute the, version yeah they did a condensed version where they just played the hits so I don't want any of those long soliloquies I don't want songs I don't know yeah I just want the hits when I go to a, Fan that, of the they opera they should condense every musical I agree with to you. like an hour I am a huge huge musical lover as you well know yes but I agree yeah. with you I do not think that musicals need to be three hours long nothing um, needs to be three hours especially long especially when the songs except the show of course they they make these songs so <laughs> freaking long with like ten refrains no just condense them and make it into a manageable and the the Phantom of the Opera version that we went I took Tony to um, was not only shorter but it had pyrotechnics which oh it was like phenomenal fantastic. man they had the theater like where Trans-Siberian Orchestra yeah oh it was yeah kind of like that I, I mean the Phantom would come down out of the chandelier would come all the way down and then there'd be like 15 Phantoms and you only thought it was the same guy who was able to go and then I said you know I think they use more than one Phantom because Tony, did you yell out do free bird? No, I didn't yell free bird. No, should have. Well, Steve, thank you so much for checking in and ripping me. Uh, you know, I deserved it. <laughs> Ro- but I like the load I like I love go, the fact that you were suggesting that I go on vacation because I think that that's a that's a fantastic idea. You take the cats with you and leave Tony and Luigi's got it all handled. It's simple. It's simple. Oh. Thank you, Steve. Now i got to get on down on my organ, so to speak. I prefer others get down on my organ. Tony. Oh, I, is this the first? Here, 
We'll talk to you soon, Steve. Thank you, buddy. Okay, guys. Is this the first organ, air organ, you've ever played? No, like, I played air organ before. <laughs> you, you I used to play my own air organ. <laughs> except you, now, you. except during no, not November, I haven't been playing any organ. Yes, you, you play the organ as often as possible. Okay, now, I mean, we are definitely going to lose people if we continue no, this. No, no, Robin, yes, people love this shit. Oh, this is the instrumental version. It's good. Yeah. I don't have to okay. know the words. Yeah, Jeff Bruder. Tony's been playing the organ <laughs> since he was 13. Uh, oh, Actually, it's 13? been younger than that. How about eight? Wow. Anyway. The only fandom I would go watch would be in pro wrestling, says Clarky Bob. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tony, you just got a fantastic... Oh, I have to show this to you. What did I get? A nude picture from somebody? <laughs> no. Did that Katie get... What's that name? That Katie Hill chick? She's still bitching on Twitter. Trying to raise money. I thought she was kicked out of the house. I don't know. I want to show. This is a, this is really touching. So I I saw uh, Kevin Kincaid posted some. Or excuse me, Kevin John John, John Kincaid. Kincaid. Kevin Kincaid's our buddy who <laughs> works at Crossing Broad. Robin, get the Kincaids. Uh, don't forget so, the. You know who the uh, the other most famous Kincaid was. Who? Reuben Kincaid. Reuben Kincaid. From the Partridge family, Robin. Oh, I remember. He was the stepdad or the boyfriend. He was or, the weird dude. Yeah, the yeah, weird dude. Yeah, yeah. So John Kincaid, I just saw him posting a picture of you and him together, and I was like, oh, what's this? And I pulled it up, and let me pull it up for everybody to see. This is Zero so Zero cool. Mostel, and then there was uh, the, two, the two most famous fiddlers are Topol and Zero Mostel. Thank you, uh, Barry. Zero, yeah, Zero Barry Mostel. Goodrich. So, um, uh, so he, I saw the picture, and I let me give you the entire thread. Adam Pierce, who is a producer for the WWE, he posted a photograph of him and Arn Anderson right. together and say, post a pic of someone that has helped you along the way when they never had to. Someone that truly did pay it forward. I'll start. And he posted the picture of him and Arn Arndell. John Kincaid replied with a photograph of you and him together saying, the great Tony Bruno is legendary for sharing his experiences and giving others exposure on his stage. They don't make them much better. Everyone in our industry needs someone like that on their side. Well, thank you, John. That's How very awesome nice of is you that? to say. Here, awesome. That's nice. I mean, it's always nice to have someone. In a day and age where everybody just, and the, the, the stock reply is, okay, boomer, it's nice for people to acknowledge, you know, if you help them. If you don't help people, they don't know it. But I... I've always tried to be helpful with younger people. When I was, even when I was young, I looked at younger people and said, hey, you want to do this? This is what you need to do. And so uh, I appreciate that. How awesome is that? It is awesome. And thank you, John. I didn't even see that today. It just, it just came over the lines. I just saw it right now. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. Anyway, thank you, John. <clears throat> Meanwhile, so I got that off my chest, the whole L. Goulding thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm sure even Cowboy fans, we have a lot of Cowboy fans listening. I'm sure in Dallas they're not taking lightly this. I suggested earlier this morning that what they should do is if she does decide to change her mind and perform, Ezekiel Elliott should run out at halftime and when she's done lip-syncing her auto-tune song on the stage, throw her in the kettle this year. Just pick her up and body slam her right in the damn kettle, ke in the kettle and, then, and then throw a lid on top of it. And keep her in there till the end of the game. That's what I would do. Ridiculous. Boy, <sighs> these two hours have just flown by. They really have. When you go on extended album side rants, 
those are like the album sides of songs. Remember when you'd play the whole side and there was one long, continuous song? That was sort of like the rants today. And again, I don't plan rants. I don't script rants. The rants just happen. I have ideas. I have things that outrage me. Not everything outrages me every day, although it may seem that way to some people. You do have more outrage in your mind than the average person. No, no I got love no, on no, my no. mind. You know what? You have you have about the average outrage for a Philadelphian. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I think Philadelphia that there there is something about Philly. It's inbred. That is. No, I'm not an inbred, but it's in it, when you're born <laughs> in, in this yeah, town. Yeah. That 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 that. Uh, you you are the, people from Philadelphia are very easily they they show their anger they they they're uh, it's high not anger but it's a high strung temperament around here and I'm not saying that is necessarily a bad thing I'm yes just you saying, are saying it's a bad just like the Mormon Church earlier <laughs> today right I'm not I'm <laughs> saying that it is it is different like if you grew up in the, on the West Coast, people are a little bit more laid back, a little bit more calm, for the no, most there's part. There's more wackos in the West. Oh, that used to be true um, years ago. Um, but I think wackos. nowadays, nowadays, there's more wackos on the West Coast and, than there used to ever be. You would think, the, even the people on the beach, when we would try to ride our bikes in Venice, you'd think, oh, they're going to be all chilled out. There's a lot of angry people on the beach yeah, in Venice, Robin. I, it, I, I think that it's becoming... And they're it, troubled, unfortunately. There, There is a definite uh, idea of of allowing your... Emotion. I don't know. You know what I have on I'm my mind all up. the time, Robin? Can you please bring this up? Yes. This is what I got. Come on, sing it, Natalie Cole. I've got love on my mind. Trevor from the 203 is asking what our holiday schedule is going to be like. Is it our holiday or the football holiday schedule? I've got love. Trevor from the 203. Are there more wackos on the West Coast or Florida? 215. <laughs> I think it's a, a country-wide sickness right now. Well, I do think. I do think that the, uh, the triggered personality has grown exponentially in recent years all over, all over. It's like people, people, just chill. Trevor from the 203. Does Tony have more outrage now than 2009 and 2010? 215. <laughs> I did a segment on ESPN2 in 1993 called The Bogus Segment. And the whole premise of it, I still have it on tape somewhere. And that's when Keith and I and all the gang at ESPN2, the uh-huh. deuce, when it first came on, I had my own dedicated segment once a week where I would compile the shams, the scams, the frauds of the sports world. And then I would go on and I would rip the people that I determined to be bogus. And that bogus was an original West Coast And it's Coast not thing. your style to rip. No, and that's why I would always preface it with that. And so bogus was a West Coast thing, you know, because back in the day, you know, you thought a surfer dude, that's yeah. hey, bogus, man, gnarly. Dude. dude. Remember, dude was exclusively a West oh, Coast yeah. thing. absolutely. And I used to get mad at my kids when they would say dude. And I'm like, dude, you're from the East Coast. And then all of a sudden, you're saying dude. dude. But now everybody calls everybody dude. So it started off as a West Coast phenomenon, surfer, brood, uh, surfer bra, dude thing. Yeah. Now everybody uses dude universally. And then you had bro is pretty good. And then you can go bra, B-R-U-H, if you're talking to a brother. 
You can say bra to white people, too, B-R-U-H-A. But bra, B-R-A-H, that's normally a surfer, dude, stoner kind of thing. Hey, bra, what's up, bra? And then you got bro. So you got bro, bra, and bra, three. So we've expanded our – the good thing is we expand our repertoire of salutations, and that's always good, Robin. Trevor from the 203 is asking for the our I think he's asking for our holiday schedule. You think I have a holiday schedule? I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to go have my butt checked again tomorrow. That's the only thing I have scheduled on an off day. <sighs> Fun but 18, times. you know, I realize it's been 16 days since I had my butt shot up just to ke- ease the pain. So the good news is I've been getting better. The bad news is I want to make sure that the, the healing process continues and we don't have any setbacks, so to speak. So it's been 18 days. It's been, what, three weeks since the actual last surgery. So I don't want to have to go in and keep getting shot up in the ass uh, just to relieve the pain. So I want to make sure everything's healing properly. I'm feeling better. But the last couple of days I've been worried about, you know, is something going wrong again? Because, you know, something always terribly, terribly goes wrong, Robin, unfortunately. Just when you think it's good? Just... Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Absolutely. Dr. Jellyfinger in the house. No, this is, a, this, is a, this is not a laughing matter. You know, the Hershey Highway jokes and all the other rectal jokes and all of the other uh, proctology jokes. This is not a joking matter. Folks. No, it's not. And, you know. It's a pain I mean, in the ass. I mean, don't, you, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you, you make light of it, and you, but, but you're also talking about it because a lot of people suffer from similar issues. Yes. And it's like, it's like, ooh, it's, it has something to do with the butt. Don't talk about it. It's shameful. It's not. It's just, you know. No, we, everybody has to deal with things as they get it. It's not even just an age thing. No, but this, this is situ- a, what you actually have is more common in children. Which I think is hysterically funny because it makes so much sense. Exactly. You so are. we got the Thursday night game, and I mentioned some of the highlights, and we'll have more on it later this afternoon. And then I will post my pick later on at thepropsnetwork.com. It's free. It's where I post all my picks. So there's no, did you pick this on another station? And No, all my picks go on thepropsnetwork.com. Thepropsnetwork.com. And, and it's, then they're and it's also free. automatically posted via your uh, a link to thepropsnetwork.com. Right on TonyBrunoShow.com. Tony exactly. So Mr. Thursday Night, 13-2, and two, suffered a rare hiccup yes. last week and a loss in that very tough-to-pick Raiders and Chargers game. And tonight, a Steelers-Cleveland Browns. The weather forecast, no snow, you know, because there's been a lot of snow in different parts of the country during the cold weather. Buffalo, mm-hmm. obviously, they're used to it, but they're getting it earlier than normal. But the temperature tonight in the 30s, 0% chance of any kind of rain or snow. Wind about 12 miles an hour, so the weather shouldn't be a factor tonight. When the Bill, when the uh, Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield take on Mason Rudolph. Okay, you. I'm so starting to get congested now. You Robin. need to do a sinus rinse. As soon uh, as we're done here, you're gonna go and shoot some water up your nose. Ew. That's Speaking disgusting. of butts, this story just in from the New York Post on the high-speed information wire. Almost half of people don't change their underwear daily. Ew. Study. Why? We've really hit the skids in this country, Robin. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> I mean, underwear are not that expensive, folks. 
just buy enough for, buy 14 of them so that you have, if you don't like doing laundry that often, you should be doing laundry. I just usually, what I do with my uh, underwear, I just usually leave them wherever I am. Just, just throw I just throw them in the corner. No. And then I just put my pants on and leave. You have to leave. It's like you have like to a mark, trail. Like you have to mark your spot. You know, like animals do. I usually just leave my underwear as a little memento that Tony Bruno was here, ladies and gentlemen. And then sometimes people call me back and they say, hey, "Could you sign that pair of uh, Fruit of the Loom stone?" No, uh, no, absolutely, no. yes. That's what I got when I lived in Guam <laughs> with all the Japanese people, the tourists that were there, the the Japanese mafia. They actually offered to buy my underwear undergarments. Really? Oh, yeah. Why don't you do that now? We need some money, Robin. People will pay anything for underwear. <sighs> do you know? Okay, so I, when I was in Guam, I was 19, 20, um, going to college, and I worked at Pacific Islands Club, PIC. And at the time, I think it still is, but at the time, I, I don't have any knowledge of what it's like now because I haven't been back in years. But um, at the time, it was the number one vacation spot for Japanese. Instead of going for, to places like Hawaii that Americans do, the Japanese would go to Guam. Beautiful, beautiful tropical island, U.S. territory. And um, a, they had a lot of uh, Yakuza that would come on vacation. You know, and they would have mm -hmm. their tattoos and everything. And... Um, uh, the other thing is that there is a status symbol of for Japanese men, blonde women are very much desirable. Do they sell those in vending machines over there too? I haven't been to Japan. So I, being very friendly and outgoing, I would, if they, they ask, can I take a picture with you? I would say, yeah, sure, no problem, working at the resort. And I must have had photographs taken with hundreds of tourists. So you were Elizabeth Warren long before she was becoming the selfie queen from back in the day. But I mean, I was just being, you know, being friendly and and making sure that that uh, you know the, the 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 guests were happy. I mean, I didn't go that far, but I would take pictures with them. Well, then I find out from one of the yakuza who uh, said, "You know, Miss Robin, that the." The reason why they want to take pictures with you is that they go back to Japan and tell all their friends and family that they slept with you because it's a status thing to have been ah, with a blonde. And I'm like, saw. are you kidding? So back in Japan, moshi, moshi, moshi. there are photographs of me and literally hundreds, maybe now thousands of people that think that I slept with all those guys. Me love you long time. Long time. So I was like, you know, the floozy, the Guam floozy. But I didn't. I swear. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there as a last little. Do you swear on the Mormon Bible, Robin? <laughs> Which is the same Bible. I know. I'm just joking, Robin. That much I know, Tony Bruno. And on that note, Robin. Okay. On that note. We, i got to put the finishing touches on my Thursday night lock, which yes, I will release later. And I have stuff to do, too. So we are going to say au revoir until au revoir. 6 6 p.m. tonight, folks. Come back, y'all. And, and we will watch. be over the air, too, on 97.3 right. ESPN. So if you can't get the radio station, you can download that app and listen to it anywhere. Correct. Or, and also on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, it so you can see and hear the greatness, the thrill, the color, the pageantry, the electricity 
that is uniquely the once-a-week get-together with Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. Correct. This it is, is a the simulcast one, sensation. This is the one day where it's just Harry and me and Coach... Racich. Henry Racich to you and me. Up there at Screwballs and King of Prussia. Come on by. Always great giveaways by the great Joe Krause. We heard that Luigi might even be coming by tonight. There are reports, but we'll see. scheduled to appear, and he must be present to be there. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Stay warm and cozy. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. All of our great listeners and our Twitter followers and our Twitch stream guys and gals. In the meantime, I'm going to ice down my butt and get ready to do another show in two hours. God bless America, folks. It's still the greatest country on earth. We'll see you in a couple of hours on Bruno Nation Live, yo. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. Bye.